Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. I mean, one of the things that I love about podcasting and being a podcaster, I mean, I enjoy being the guest, right? But I really love being the host because I love being the student. And what's amazing about podcasting is the people that you meet, like Neil Patel. Okay. Welcome to the recap edition. I'm breaking down the interview that I did with Neil Patel. I'm rolling solo tonight. I'm filling in for CEO Mama AJ, who... By the way, quick shout out to those of you out there momming hard. I mean, momming is no joke. It is unrelenting, right? The work is never done. It never stops. You're never caught up. The babies always need you. And just for those of you, if you're listening and you are a mom, man, we see you. So I am filling in for Mama CEO AJ tonight. And back to what I was saying getting chance to meet people like Neil Patel through your podcast. I mean, what an amazing honor. And I think, you know, it's one of the things that's so cool about this industry. I used to be in, when I was coming up as a speaker, I spent a lot of time in comedy clubs and I quickly realized that comedians, the culture for whatever reason is they don't help each other. They view each other more like competition, at least in the comedy clubs that I went to. But speakers and influencers and thought leaders, there's just this air of, we want to help each other. We're open. You get to meet each other. And the more years you're around, the more amazing people that you meet. And so what a great time to interview Neil Patel. Some of you maybe don't know who he is, but he is pretty much the godfather of SEO. I mean, truly one of the world's thought leaders and most recognizable authorities on search engine optimization. And so getting a chance to chat with him was was really, really fun. Obviously, go back and listen to the interview. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you my three biggest takeaways, like always, but that's kind of a bonus takeaway. 
And Brand Builders, one of our courses and events is called Podcast Power. And we talk about you know how the mechanics of launching a podcast, how to run them, how to grow them, how to get great guests. And one of the things we say is that one reason just in and of itself of why you should do a podcast is because of the extraordinary networking opportunity. And this certainly was that for me in every episode. I mean, it's amazing the people that we get to meet. But in terms of the tactical takeaways, and this was a super duper tactical topic, you know, search engine optimization for personal brands and for those of you that are members of ours, you know that this falls under phase three, course one, high traffic strategies, which is where we introduce search engine optimization. So we kind of tell our clients, you know, this is something you shouldn't really worry about until you've got your stuff built. And this is more of like the icing on the cake than it is the cake itself. But over time, it can be the real game changer. So SEO typically is not one of those things that you make a lot of money with short term or you don't drive a lot of traffic short term, but it's like long-term wealth. It's not like a get rich quick. This is the long-term wealth building part of personal branding and it's super critical. So here's my first takeaway, which boggled my mind because you got one of the most advanced thinkers in the world on SEO. And what is his number one tip? What is his number one? If you know nothing else, you know, I asked Neil Patel, if you know nothing else about SEO, search engine optimization, what is the one thing you must do? And I thought he might say keyword research. He didn't say that. I thought that he might say, you know, site loading speed. He didn't say that. I thought he might say backlinks. He didn't say that. The number one thing that he said, keep posting content. Keep posting content. It's one of the most advanced thinkers in the world on SEO sharing his number one tip, which is keep posting content. This is it, y'all. Like, how many people do you have to hear it from before you you buy into this idea of, of what we call the content diamond and the relationship engine and all the systems and strategies that we teach of posting every single week, week in and week out and breaking that content apart, repurposing it, pushing it in to as many places as possible and just pumping your content and your ideas out into the universe as fast as you possibly can because you reach more people and it drives everything. It drives speaking, it drives book sales, it drives followers, it drives media interviews, right? Like it drives your email list, it drives your recruiting and it drives your search engine optimization. Keep posting content. As Neil said, it is a few things done with discipline consistently over a long period of time. I mean, it's take the stairs. I mean, this is, it just it always comes back to the fundamentals. And I think it's like we get so starstruck or we go chasing, you know, we're like chasing stars trying to find this, you know, this magic pill and the secret potion and the hidden formula. And the truth of success is it's right in front of your face. It is obvious. It is basic. It is simple. It is fundamental. And the biggest personal brands in the world just deliver week in and week out on the fundamentals. Meanwhile, everyone else is wasting time looking for some hack or some secret pill or, or some you know trick that just isn't the core of how it's done. And you know, it had to highlight that because that's what stuck with me. Like that's what stuck with me. 
is every time I meet these top, top level influencers, how they always just bring it back to the fundamentals. So keep posting content. Keep pushing your ideas out there. Produce it as fast as you can and as slow as you have to. So, you know, if you can increase the speed, do it. If you can't, that's okay. Start with what you have. Do what you can and put as much content out there in the world as you can. But keep posting content and your search engine rankings will climb as a result. Second tip, which was very tactical, and this one was more advanced, right? So if you're looking for the like, well, what was the real technique or the strategy? I thought this was super helpful. As he said, start narrow, but do it inside a big market. So go after narrow terms. I would summarize this as go after niche terms in broad topical areas, right? So for example, I mean, personal branding is, is that's a pretty niche term still, but you know, anything with personal branding is probably niche and marketing is a very broad topic. There's a lot of search volume there. And, and specifically what he said is when you start, start with any term that has more than 500 searches per month and an SEO difficulty rating of under 40. All right. So I thought that was handy because there's all these different tools. You know, he mentions his tool, Uber Suggest. We use that. We use you know, Google has its own search console where you can, it has its own, like the keyword, I think it's called the keyword tool that you can use. And we use a, a plugin, a Chrome plugin called Keywords Everywhere, which is amazing. And it's, it costs a little bit of money, but it's amazing for what it does. And, you know, we're always kind of going, oh, well, how many is the right, like, what's the right difficulty to go after? And, you know, what's enough search volume that it's worth doing, but not so much that, you know, you're going to get squashed by competitors. And so I thought that was super practical. Start with any term that has at least 500 searches a month, which I interpret, and I, you know, he said explicitly is that if it's less than 500, it's almost not worth optimizing for that term. There's not enough traffic. There's not enough people searching that term every month for it to be worth your time to kind of optimize for. So go for something that is over 500, but less than a 40 on the difficulty ranking. So it's like a term that is searched, but it's not super highly competitive. But what that will do is that allows you to kind of draw in traffic and start building site authority and start building your email list, which helps you grow more traffic. And you know, if you do the stuff that we teach in the relationship engine, like set up your RSS feed, that's automatically emailing your new subscribers every time you post a new blog or a new podcast to your blog, then you're starting this upward snowball, like this upward spiral. And I think that's super powerful. And then he said, after a year, after a year of doing that, you can start targeting terms that get more like 5,000 searches a month and have more of like a difficulty of 60. But, you know, he doesn't have any like magic hack. Like other than that, which is still pretty basic, there's not like some ninja voodoo trick that he does that's like magic potion that works. It's consistency. It's some basic fundamentals. Do some keyword research. Be mindful of the topics that you're writing but put out value and put it out consistently. But, you know, that's a handy little rule. So 500, go for at least 500 with a difficulty of 40. If you're just starting out, if you've been posting consistently for longer than a year, then go ahead and start going after terms for 5,000 
with a difficulty of 60 or under. But I would say, even if you've been, you know, blogging or podcasting or just posting content to your blog specifically, which is, you know, another kind of underlying part of this, which is why we talk about, you know, we love social, social media is important, but social media is like very short term. Everything long term is web, which is your blog. So you need to like make your blog the headquarters of your digital footprint, make your articles and your specifically text, right? The crawlers, the search engine like bots, these crawlers, they can crawl text easily. Whereas video and audio, it's not as crawlable. It's that the technology isn't as much there. So it's like, how much text can you get on your site? And specifically that usually lives in your blog. So when he says, if you've been blogging longer than a year, go after search terms with a volume of 5,000 or more, I would say, make sure that you go back and optimize all of your earlier posts first, right? Because if you, even if you have more than a year's worth of content, let's say 52 articles, that's what we teach people to do is one every week. Even if you have more than that in the past, make sure you go do the work of optimizing every single article before you start playing more aggressively because you need those. If you have a bunch of articles, but they're not performing, then your site isn't really getting the traffic or building the authority to compete for the higher volume search terms, the more competitive search terms. So make sure that you're optimizing for the lower ones. Now, if all of this sounds like garlic gook and like another language to you, number one, I would encourage you to check out our high traffic strategies event where we teach you know, search engine optimization, Google ads, Facebook ads, affiliate marketing, influencer marketing, and, you know, kind of a little more of these advanced, but that's why it's in phase three. I mean, this is a phase three event for us. It's course one and phase three, but if the standard brand builder curriculum, our standard curriculum is one curriculum that's divided into four phases and each phase has three courses, this would be number seven out of 12, just to give you a reference. High traffic strategies is number seven out of 12. Now we actually have more than 12 events because we have some other ancillary ones as well, but our core curriculum is 12 and we teach this in number seven. So I'm saying that to point back to going, Hey, optimize your post. And if you, you know, if you're all brand new to this, you know, the basics of how you optimize any page. Okay. So first of all, is you want to do some keyword research, figure out what terms do I want every single page or every article on my site to rank for, right? And so you, you be deliberate about that, figure that out. And then you want to optimize that page by including those terms, if you can, in the URL, putting those terms on the alt tags, which are you know in the descriptions of the videos and the images on that page, putting those terms in the title tags, which you'll hear like H1 tags or H2 tags. By the way, this is, you know, I'm teaching you this not as a web developer or SEO. I wouldn't consider myself an expert, but I, I know enough to be dangerous, you know, because I've had to learn how to speak it in simple terms and not just geek terms. So, you know, we want to, to the extent possible, make sure that we are paying attention to the titles and the section headers of our posts and looking for opportunities to include some of the keywords there. Also anchor text, you know, if you're going to link off to a term like personal branding, actually highlighting the words personal branding and linking that to some other site, you know, it's kind of telling the search engines that, you know, this site is related to that term. So there's a number of basic things that you do, but they're all pretty much rinse and repeat. And then of course, making sure the words are in the content, 
making sure the actual words are in the content. Now you have to be careful of keyword stuffing and overdoing it. So it needs to feel really natural, which is again, why I think Neil was saying the number one thing, keep posting content, just post content because whatever you're naturally talking about, those words, your site will start to index for those words because those words are going to show up by virtue of you just talking about them frequently, which by the way, bonus tip here, which we did not talk about in the interview, but since we're like delivering some tactical knowledge bombs, one of the simplest things you can do to increase the search engine rankings of your site is to take your podcast, if you have a podcast, and get the podcast transcribed. Like if you go to brandbuildersgroup.com slash podcast and you look at our podcast, we have like our show notes, which is like the summary. You know, we got the video there and then we have the audio player embedded. And then we have kind of like the show notes and we have the poll quotes and all the normal stuff that we teach people to do in phase two with Revenue Engine and Content Diamond and the layout of your blog. But one of the things that you'll see as well is we put the transcription of the podcast post and then we just collapse it. So it's like hidden, but you can click it and expand it. There's a couple of reasons to do that. One is for hearing impaired, which is really great, right? So if you, you, you can reach people who are hearing impaired and that's super valuable and useful to them. The other thing that it does is it makes your site more keyword rich because you know, if I just post the audio of a podcast, my site doesn't index for all the words that I say. But if I transcribe all the words that I say, then now it's on my site, not as audio, but as text that can be crawled by the crawlers. And that helps your site index for a lot of, it's a lot more content, right? One hour of spoken word is just one little recording, but transcribed, it's pages and pages and pages of text. Now, you know, it's ugly text if you don't format it. And that's why we just kind of dump it on there and then we collapse it, the transcription. But it's still readable and it also allows people to search, right? So if like, we'll do this sometimes, if I want to go, shoot, where did I talk about this? Or where did, I know that in my interview with Gretchen Rubin, she said this, I can just go to that podcast, that blog post of that podcast. I can open up the transcript and I can search for the term that I know she said, and then it'll take me right into the transcript where she said it. And then that will give me the time code and I can, oh, great. Now I can just go listen to this or I can send one of our clients something, right? And I can say, hey, go listen to episode number 16 at minute 455 where we talk about this. So anyways, some good things, but a super simple, powerful SEO tip to also get your podcasts transcribed and your videos for that matter. But if you're following our content time and process, most of your weekly videos will be transcribed and those will be what you turn into your long form text article that accompanies the video. So you will have already hit that part. So anyways, those are some tactical things. And then the third takeaway, okay, so takeaway number one from Neil was keep posting content, keep posting content. Number two, start with terms that have more than 500 searches a month, but less than a difficulty of 40. And then number three, this one is also more in the ninja category, which is use heat mapping. Use heat mapping. Now, this is, again, where it gets a little ninja, right? Like if you started working with Brand Builders Group a year ago, or if you've been following the podcast for a few months, right? We start by talking about your messaging and your positioning in the marketplace and your uniqueness and more of these artistic things. And then we help you create your content and captivating content. And then we help you create a presentation. And then in phase two, we teach you how to build your digital infrastructure, which we call the relationship engine and launch your podcast. But then when you get to phase three, 
you start getting to some of this ninja stuff like heat mapping. What the heck is heat mapping? Well, heat mapping is to a website what video surveillance is to a grocery store. Heat mapping is to a website what video surveillance is to a grocery store. Basically, you get to see the journey of somebody going through a store. Now, video surveillance in a grocery store, you probably think of it as a security measure, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about monitoring buyer behavior, which is going, oh, most people go to get milk first, then they go look for cat food, then they go look for fruits and veggies, and you actually plot the layout of the grocery store based on the things that people are most often going to get and structuring how you want their path to move through the grocery store, which they do. You may not have known that, but they do that. So on a website, it's the same thing. A heat map monitors the movement of the mouse cursor. So every time a new user comes to your site, technically what heat mapping does is it shows like pockets of colors where the most traffic in terms of where visitors click the most on each of your pages. And, you know, it'll be like in bright red where the most people are trying to click. And then it'll be in like, you know, whatever, orange and yellow and green and whatever. But now there's these technologies. And, you know, if you want links to them, we have we have affiliate links to some of ours. So you can just go leave a comment on our blog post and say, hey, I want, you know, give me your recommendation. By the way, you could do that for anything. If you're going, hey, I'm looking for a copywriter. Just go leave us a comment on our blog on any episode. Our team will pick it up and we'll say, hey, here are the copywriters we recommend. Here's the graphic designers we recommend. Here's the virtual assistants, you know, the companies we use to hire VAs. Here's the equipment we use for recording the podcast. So our team has been working really, really hard on this to consolidate all of our recommended, you know, educational resources equipment, technology, and hardware, as well as vendors for different things, which you know, we provide a lot to our clients. So anyways, there's new heat mapping technology, which not only shows you where people's mouse cursor goes, but it actually records the screen of every new visitor that's on your site. So you can follow their entire session and you can see exactly how and where the mouse cursor moves for every visitor that comes to your site which is amazing, right? Because you can go, oh, I didn't realize people are actually trying to click on this or they skip right past this or nobody watches that video or nobody stops to read that testimonial. And so while we teach the 15 Ps as an example for writing sales pages, so that happens back in phase two, 15 Ps is our framework for how to write a sales page. So that's a hypothesis, right? All the techniques that we teach at Brand Builders Group are best practices they're things to help you get something started and get it live. But then once it's live, once we hit phase three, we start looking at, we make decisions not based on principles, but on data. And we look at real-time data and real-time customer feedback. And one of those things is heat mapping. So, you know, if this is your first ever influential personal brand podcast and you're just starting your personal brand, I would skip past this episode <laughs> for now because this is like super advanced stuff. But you know, if you've been here for a minute and you're going, oh, okay, like how do I optimize? How do I get to the next level? You can see there's a whole world of stuff that we barely even started to tap into, but we take you there. We take you there in phase three and phase four. And that is a part of what heat mapping is and a part of what this whole interview was with Neil Patel. So make sure you go listen to the interview. Keep coming back, right? Like 
even if you're a beginner, we're going to break this all down for you always in simple terms, in practical steps, and try to just make this clear and understandable for you because that's our desire. That is our hope. That is what we never had, right? When we started building our personal brand, we had to figure it all out and stumble through it and trial by air and make a thousand cold calls. And we just did everything the hardest, longest way possible. And our passion is to help the mission-driven messenger build and monetize your, your brand with simple, straightforward tactics. So hopefully you're getting that out of this episode and all the episodes and all the content that our team is putting out for you. Thank you for being here. We'll see you next time on the Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 